Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 375 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Howard and he writes, Hello Vidas, Happy New Year and I'm wishing you all the best for Total Organist in 2019. I noticed and appreciate the program you did on piston programming for larger modern organs. I have another question inspired by today's topic on I cannot use someone else's fingerings. This is exactly my problem that is holding me back from becoming a full subscriber to Total Organist. But my question is more direct and I'm hoping you will consider it as a program topic. Or as a direct answer to me, your choice. Basically, as I understand it, the fingerings for early music, which to be honest is 90% of the material that you offer for study, those fingerings are for baroque style keyboards, uh, which are much shorter than AGO spec keyboards. I'm wondering why the focus on using fingerings inspired by these older keyboards. I'd say that 99, seriously, of the music that I own does not have fingerings. One of the exceptions is a Calmus edition of several Mendelssohn works, including all six sonatas. I've spent the most time with sonata number four in B flat major. Um, the fingerings suggested and the fingerings that make sense to me are not even from the same planet, especially the third movement. The way the Calmus editor fingered it, the running figure in the left hand is entirely independent from the right hand, completely. I've worked very hard on doing it this way, but my natural inclination is to pass notes back and forth between the hands, and I can do this and still preserve the independence of the polyphony. I know that you have fingered the Vidor Toccata and a few other modern works, and I'm assuming you use modern fingerings for those, but I can't help but wonder why you don't just make life easier for yourselves and use modern fingering for everything. Is there really something to be gained by using early fingering at all in the 21st century, especially for Bach, who, it must be said, transcended his time period? And here is one more idea for a program topic that you may or may not want to touch. Two years ago on my way to church, I had a hard fall on my left side. 
when I got up I realized I had bashed my left hand and my pinky finger was bleeding slightly. I was playing the cortege in litany that Sunday by Dupre. I thought uh, I was just a little sore and could play through it but ever since then the pinky and ring finger on my left hand refused to open fully. Only a very very few people know this. My employers do not know. I can still play most things as before, but the big stretch near the beginning of cortege elitani is impossible. Scalic passages that should naturally begin with the left hand pinky or ring, ring finger are extremely hard now and often don't work. To be honest, it has affected my typing much more than my organ playing. I used to be a terrific typist, but now the left hand keys are impaired. I am terrified of having surgery done because of A. The potential downtime, downtown, the potential downtime and impact on work, and B. The potential for success of such surgery. I did see an occupational therapist and had several weeks of various stretching exercises that produced no results. I've heard uh, a colleague who seems to have a similar injury, except his has no known cause. He has stepped down from playing, but his church is still paying him to be a music director. I have another acquaintance with a similar problem. Uh, Dupitrinus contracture and has had uh, two unsuccessful hand surgeries. My hand therapist didn't even know what to call my injury. She just says, says uh, it's weird. That wasn't encouraging, so I stopped going to appointments. I'm beginning to wonder about why this has happened, because more recently, about th three years ago, or three months ago, I had someone crush my hand in a handshake. All the fingers of my right hand have recovered fully except the ring finger, which is trying to act like the one on the left hand. I knew of musicians who refused to shake hands, but uh, I've never thought I was worthy of that kind of concern. My attainments have been so humble. Do you have an exper any experience with occupational injuries and what musicians do about them? There you have it. More than you wanted to know about my travails, but I don't have anyone else I can tell. Anyway, I don't think about this too much. I'm working. I'm not suicidal. I'm just wondering if there is more I could do or what someone else might do in the same situation. Be well, Howard. And that's a long story, Osha. It is. Let's start with the <laughs> occupational hazards. And... Uh, Probably a person like um, Howard should consult many different or several different physicians. You yeah. know, if I would be a very mean person, I could make a very bad joke about, you know, his question. Because I could relate the second part with the first part. Uh -huh. Because when you were reading that first part, you know, it just took my breath away. And I could tell that all these you know, professional injuries happens because of not playing, let's say, baroque music with early fingering. But that's just a joke, a bad, really bad joke. <laughs> but I think there is connection in everything that we do. Uh, 
but don't you think that um, if uh, if you, his therapist doesn't even know what to call his injury, probably it's he, she's not the person to help him. Yes, it seems to me that he has to change, you know, his doctor. And probably go to several different people to check their opinions. Uh, right, and sooner or later, maybe sooner than later, he will find a person who will know what to do in his situation, what caused this and uh, how to treat it. But in general, I think that every person has sort of, you know, limitations of, of you know, of the joints mm-hmm. and of the fingers. And probably, you know, there is a limit of the movements that you can make in your lifetime. Maybe for some, it's, I don't know, hundreds of millions, you know, movements for somebody is less than that. And maybe, you know, he is having overused mm-hmm. syndrome. I'm wondering uh, if he is wearing any rings on his fingers. I don't know, but but rings are bad, actually. Mm-hmm. In most of the cases for musicians, I wouldn't wear rings. But, you know, if such a action as, you know, shaking the hand might hurt his hands, that's, uh, that is really bad. It just shows that something is really wrong with, mm-hmm. with his hands. And that he needs a serious attention from a good physician. Exactly. So, talking about the first part, it's a little bit easier, right? Well, you know, I, I, we would, know. I wouldn't want to go into those details because I think I have talked about it many times. Mm-hmm. And no, I think everybody who lis- listened to my talk knows my opinion about you know, how I feel about playing Baroque music. Uh, well, I guess if I would live all my life somewhere in, in the United States where I would not have an access to the historical based instrument, although there are places that you can do that in the United States as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say in, in Oberlin, I don't know, in Omaha, St. Cecilia's Cathedral, and there are all other wonderful places where you could go and try those wonderful instruments. Well, but, you know, let, let I, I'll just try to give one example with the food. Imagine that you have, let's say, a cheeseburger from McDonald's, mm-hmm. yes, and cola, and you have wonderful, nice French meal with good wine. I mean, they both are food, yes? Mm-hmm. And you would satisfy your hunger, maybe with eating both of them. But in terms of quality, would you still disagree that that French meal is better and has a higher value? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Obviously, obviously, the answer is very clear. And I don't know that maybe somebody you know who loves fast food would still argue with me, but 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 but. In which case, in which sense are you comparing modern fingerings uh, with uh, fast food? Can you? 
clarify. Well, I'm just talking that early fingering does not work for late pieces, yes, of mm-hmm. romantic and later period, but but that modern fingering it doesn't work for you know early music. And it seems like Howard is not very happy that you know we deal so much with early music. Mm-hmm. But let's face it, Bach is the main composer for the organ. I, I doubt that anybody would argue that. So, <laughs> come on, Bach wrote you no know, composes music in Baroque period. And uh, I would add that um, the reason we are using early fingerings for early music is that well, it makes sense because it's early music. Uh, you don't know if you will have a chance to visit an early instrument. And even if you don't have a chance, if even if you are you know, playing on average American you know, modern instrument, you still need to articulate. Mm-hmm. So it still makes sense to use early fingering. When you use modern fingering, you have to think about articulation mentally. And when you are thinking you are missing something probably in the middle voices, uh, in the pedals too, right? You maybe you're aware of some significant details, but not everything. When you, uh, on the contrary, are using early fingerings, it, take care, it takes care for itself, right? No, for example, a simple fact that the same intervals as a rule, are played by the same fingers. For example, an interval of the 6 can easily be played by the fingers 1 and 5. And if you have parallel 6, you play 1, 5, 5, 5, 1, 5, 5, 5, 1, 5, and so forth. It seems detached and unmusical, but we are not advocating for playing unmusically. We are playing... uh, We are recommending to play... Uh, those intervals as slurred as possible, but not legato. That's in between of legato and non-legato. In a singing manner, which Bach Bach would call cantabile manner of playing. Would you agree? Yes. Because, look, if, if really you are professional, you need to notice those subtle things that me might not know, understood by by amateurs and if we you know if we would tell you just oh play whatever and play however you want we wouldn't be professionals so we teach what we believe in mm-hmm. but you know it's 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 up to you to choose either believe us or not because it's a free world and you do whatever you want to do and there are people who play early music with modern fingerings and if Howard uh, would rather, you know, play early music with modern fingerings, then probably he would find more benefit, benefit uh, from studying with them, right? Sure, of course. That's simple. We don't. We're not trying to convert people who don't believe what we say, right? Uh, everybody has their own choices and preferences. And uh, people like us uh, tend to stick in our circle, right? That's right. People who trust us, right? That's very simple. Uh, 
So that's a lot to think about it, but uh, obviously fingerings are just a simple detail, but I, I worry about Howard's hands. So he should really seek out several physicians and uh, get several opinions about his hands, what ha what's happening. But actually nowadays many people get that, you know, wrist surgery because of, you know, problems mm -hmm. similar to Howard's. And not only those, you know, musicians, but also those who work on the computer a lot, too. So, you are not alone. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Thank you, guys. I, I hope this was useful. And um, please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice... Miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for your SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right, as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vida thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total-organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and... 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, 
when you practice, miracles happen.